Hi, this is Ray Lago, and you're listening to the one and only Marvel Card Collectors podcast. Hello, everybody. My name is Ian Taylor, and welcome to the Marvel Card Collectors podcast, brought to you by the Marvel Cards Fan Collective. You can find our two groups on Facebook, details of which are at the end of the podcast, so come check us out. With me is my co-pilot in all things Marvel cards, the bright pulsating star around which I orbit, Norin Rad. <laughs> hey everyone. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Love it. I love that I don't tell that you. That was good. I I'm love that. Do. Yeah, that I kind nice. of went off piece this week. Yeah, it was uh, good. Yeah. It's good. I like I'm into it. it. I like it. Um, happy Friday. It's Friday today, the day that we're recording. Friday. Um, although we usually drop these on a Tuesday, but um, in the same way that it's always 5 p.m. somewhere in the world, it's also always 5 p.m. Oh, that makes no sense whatsoever. No, I was going to say, is it Friday yeah. always somewhere? It's Friday, no. Maybe no, in some no. people's hearts. Uh, I mean, possibly. we can go that route. Possibly, possibly. Yeah. For Robertson Crusoe, I think he wishes it was always Friday. <laughs> oh, well rescued, well rescued. It's the end of a long <laughs> week, people. So um, do forgive us if we're, we're A long both long week especially in this group because it's crazy this was a crazy week yeah it was a crazy week um i'm, I'm gonna kick off at the most pressing thing so the day, the day we record this we are barely 24 hours past um something that we set up a few months ago with simone bianchi um oh he who painted uh the marvel masterpiece 2018 set good evening simone hello sir um <laughs> and good evening gloria as well his sister um they are so awesome delightful <laughs> delightful yeah. absolutely is she because it's kind of a family business i'm guessing is she kind of his manager in that regard or i know i believe he uh she's his sister and i've spoken yeah, to her i know she's his sister i just wasn't sure if she held the official role of manager or agent. i mean if not she should she does an excellent job she i mean she she really she was fantastic through the process of me buying the uh thumbnail preliminary art yeah. that i have yeah from from that set she was great and she's been she's she's great she was really wonderful so yeah, yeah. i'm sure so, she is um so she yeah she, i mean she's she's absolutely one i mean they're both are uh, lovely yeah seriously yeah um so um so a little bit of background before we dive into kind of we are now going to talk about this evening that we weren't going to talk about this evening. Um, so a few months back, I, I can't remember how it happened, but I, I kind of had an idea and I bounced it off you. And then the opportunity to ask came up and Simone had posted something. And in the comments, I think he posted a bit of artwork from 2018 because he's great at, you know, yeah. constantly, you know, he's, he's obviously kept a lot of videos of him doing stuff and a lot of preliminary art pieces, you know, mm -hmm. before the final piece. And, he, you know, he, he feeds those out and they're wonderful amongst yeah. the other work that he does for Marvel and the work that he's doing on Sharky, the um, series he's doing with Mark Miller. The bounty hunter, uh, yeah. For, for Image. Um, and um, so he posts that. And I, I commented and I said, um, Simone, would you be up for doing something where we have a, a q a on group and by group i mean marvel masterpieces collectors which is um for those listening who don't know or aren't in it is a group on facebook for people who who dig marvel masterpieces cards be it 1992 93 94 95 96 2007 2008 2016 or 2018 that simone painted so 
And he was like, sure, yeah, absolutely. Without hesitation, he replied within seconds and said, sure. And I was like, ah, okay, we've kind of got to make this happen then. So, um, so cut to maybe six weeks back from when we're talking now. No, actually about two months. Yeah. Um, I posted on both um, both Marvel Masterpieces Collectors and the other group, MCCW, which is for any Marvel cards, and said, okay, guys, we've got a good opportunity. We called it Ask the Creator. And um, we invited people to comment what questions they would like Simone to answer. The idea being that the comments with the, uh, sorry, the questions with the most likes we would submit to Simone. So we did that and uh, we had it open, I think, for a, maybe a week, maybe a weekend. I can't remember now. Anyway, uh, we got some great questions. And, great questions, um, yeah. Yeah, we collated them and we sent them over to Simone and, um, and Gloria. And um, she was like, great, we'll have a look at this and we'll let you know what we can do. And then it kind of went away and we got a holding email from, from Gloria saying, you know, we're absolutely mad busy because we've got the late Como. Um, yeah on and which um i think a couple of guys in the group who are big simone uh, fans and friends yeah. of his actually went over for um and then i think there was another con and then uh, i got another message from gloria saying you know we're, we're trying to fit this in but we're now renovating the studio um at simone's home uh, that he does his work in so fine and then fast forward a couple of weeks back um gloria said okay we kind of want to fit this in now um bounced around a couple of days and we set it for thursday the 11th of july and the idea being that simone would do a live facebook video that he would stream from his from his home and he would answer the questions that we'd submitted so um and people could obviously watch it live on group and as with most things on facebook and most of the uh, <laughs> videos on facebook once we've we've had guys on the group who've done uh, box breaks where they've they've opened product on the group and you've seen um, the fruits of their labour and then if if you didn't see it live you could you could watch it later it stayed on Facebook now I I thought that was an automatic process well, apparently not so um, so Simone did a wonderful 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 forty minutes. Um, on the group, answering the questions, uh, having a bit of banter with Gloria, his sister, which was absolutely hilarious. Uh, we kind of saw a little bit of the studio because he panned the phone around. I think he, was he even showed us a little bit of uh, Italy there. We saw Tessany yeah, outside yeah. of his uh, studio window. Exactly. So the yeah. key thing is here, he's on a device he can move around. So I think it was a tablet or an iPhone. I'm sure. I'm thinking it was a tablet because he was, he was kind of looking it down and he was reading stuff. So it must have been big enough to, to read. Yeah. The phone. So anyway, whatever it was. Um, so all the way through this, we've been trailing it and saying, you know, for those who can't be there at that time, cause it, you know, it's 7 PM Italy, 6 PM UK, 1 PM, uh, Eastern standard time, which is East coast US where you are, you yeah. know, some guys are in New Zealand, some guys are West coast. A lot of people are working, you know, not everyone can do it. So we said, don't worry about it. What we'll do is we will, once the video's on Facebook, you can, by use of various means, you can extract the video and then post it wherever you want to so you know we could put it on the group yeah um lo and behold we're looking for it all last night and all this morning and it's not there and i saved the link to the video when it was live streaming and um i went back to it and it just came up with a dead link it just came up saying that the video you're viewing is expired or you might not have permissions so first port of call is i messaged um 
Simone and um, when you when you do that either he answers or Gloria answers usually Gloria because um, she has access to his account and he's obviously busy doing you know creative stuff yeah um, fair enough um, and she said I'm really sorry I've looked and it's not here and there's no that we can't find it in his videos and there's no permissions things anywhere it's not you know, it's nothing like that so I had a bit of a Google and it turns out that when you do that on a mobile device at the end of the video you can press one or two buttons you can either say that's fine I'm done with it it's gone or you can say say something like save to Facebook and I think it's just one of those things yeah. where you know they hung up they, they obviously had dinner waiting because it was evening there and they had the family yeah. there and they went off and had dinner so, so no 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 fault of anyone's it was just one of those things the video was live and it's gone so um so uh first of all huge apologies to those who obviously wanted to watch it and those didn't get a chance to yeah. and yeah didn't get a chance to um it's uh gloria feels terrible about it we feel gutted about it as as yeah. i speak i'm actually quite upset by it because i'm kind of thinking about the guy we've not told anyone yet on group as i record i mean i'm gonna have to post something this evening yeah um but i think it, yeah I, th I think what we could do and we can edit this piece out piece out if we need to but um you know this could be an episode where we recap that and you know if we need to tell them you know there's an episode that's going to recap it and kind of go over what he answered for those questions that's exactly what we're about to do genius that is what this episode is because um, so earlier on i kind of figured while it was fresh in the mind yeah and, you know i watched it and i was giddy with excitement because you know here we are um interacting with you know someone who is a pretty big name in yeah. marvel comics art at the moment yeah. and uh, uh, yeah you know, take marvel out of the equation he's he's kind of very well known for for all of his work at the moment i think he mentioned on the video that he is classically trained and that shows in his work he's got a he's got a style that i i don't think is like anything else i've seen it's not like no, he's else. a he's a high-end artist yeah. i mean he's sequential art i mean the guy yeah. no he's 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 the he's a prof, like a huge professional he's yeah. a huge name in the industry hands exactly down. exactly yeah. and he's you know he's he's good enough to to want to interact with fans and to to do this stuff and yeah. to you know have that close relationship and that you know that's that's really really evident from the close relationship from the guys who were um who have been big supporters of simone's from before marvel masterpieces was happening who've come yeah. to join our community and are now part of part of our community because they were primarily fans of simone's um and that's that's kind of a venn diagram of 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 love for an artist in my head yeah. i view that well it's also this week crazy it's also crazy to think of that it really was his constant interaction and his uploading of those videos that really got everyone so excited, especially yep. in our group yep. for MM18. I mean, if it wasn't for him, we would all still be excited because the artwork's amazing, mm -hmm. but it made it more personal. Yep. Like, especially for me, like this is the first set I've ever put together. You know, I, I've, this is the first set that I've really ever put together. I've had the older sets back in the day and everything like that, but that was when I was a kid. Now that I'm creating, uh, collecting professionally, especially just one character, I never have the opportunity to put a set together. Yeah. And it's primarily because of the amazing art, but secondary, his ability to, he made me feel a part of that release. And yeah. I think I'm speaking for a lot of us collectors. Absolutely. You know, if it wasn't for his involvement, 
just like Jusco is doing now with us. You mm. know what I mean? It really is this kind of like nice kinetic energy that's existing mm. between all of us members and, and the artists. It's mm. very, it feels very personal. It feels, exactly. feels nice. It feels like exactly. we're part of a little community. Exactly. Yeah. I'm going to put a pin and we'll come back to it, possibly pin. not in this episode, a pin, a pin um, in the fact that you said professional, professionally collecting, which I like. Oh, did I, I love that? that. Yeah, you did. You did. And it's, did. It's, it's, it sparked something in my brain. But anyway, we'll, we'll move on because otherwise we'll, we'll sidetrack. I'll write it down. Uh, it's <laughs> it's one, like one of those cats you see and you think that cat is going to invite me to go on a side quest. I'm not going to do that. I'm gonna stay <laughs> yeah, I'm, no, I'm not following that cat. <laughs> so, yeah. um, so you mentioned, so anyway, we watched the, uh, the live stream and uh, Gloria read out the questions and Simone answered them and they had a bit of banter back and forth and um and it was uh it, it was in English obviously they've got um strong Italian accents perfectly understandable brilliant pronunciation of some of the guys in groups names which Gloria 100% a bit, a bit she nailed it she did a great job yeah she did a great job bless her she took a good run up at all of them even though she didn't quite know how to do it and she gem a gem yeah so kind i'll be honest with you there's there's at least one in the list that we're coming up to that i'm going to struggle with but we'll come on to that so <laughs> so what, what we do this evening was uh this episode rather because hey you might be listening to it in the morning yeah um, is we have the questions and i know of at least four or five guys who i messaged earlier today and I said, listen, we're going to, this is what's happened. We're going to do this. Um, while it's fresh in our memories, what do you remember from the answers that Simone gave? Just to check that we're not missing anything that was really interesting. Yeah. Uh, and because it really was, you know, having that video would have been capturing lightning in a bottle. Unfortunately, the bottle yeah. broke. So we are your lightning rods. Do you like yeah. that? Metaphor? I like that. That's yeah. nice. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, I'm conducting electricity over here right now. Great. Enough. That was weird. Anyway. Uh, yeah, let's, let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move on. Um, so, oh my goodness me. I've gone. I've gone. Uh, yeah, and I'm not even drinking this episode. Well, we did so well. Yeah, he has water. So mm. there's proof. I have water. Um, at least it looks like water. <laughs> it's daddy's medicine. Is um, that a worm in so, it? <laughs> um, the, no we don't do that over here if, if, oh. if, if it would if if this was alcoholic it would be gin dear it would be gin yeah see miami it's all te tequila yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Has, <laughs> um so um anyway train of thought has left the station so, so uh, yeah we're gonna start so we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna go through the questions just yeah. to say um you mentioned joe earlier joe actually <laughs> we knowing caught one screenshot of the video and i did some of the other guys might have them. anyway he caught a screenshot of the video so we will post that on the tasting notes to prove yeah. it actually it did happen it's not it did happen it did happen so we have one screenshot you caught that screenshot because i you did all pop up on your screen joe jusco yeah was watching was watching it was amazing so i'm sitting there we're watching it it's happening and then all this people are just tuning in it's starting to fly off it's maybe what five ten minutes in if that if that and then joe jusco i think your timestamp says about three minutes weirdly in my head i remember three minutes 39 seconds i'm sure Not that's sure right why, but uh, i think it's on the 
the the screen grab. That's maybe. that's what I mean. That's what I mean. Yeah. So so Joe, good evening, sir. Um, Hello, buddy. <laughs> and uh, uh, thanks for for tuning in. Um, so um, what I what I what I find interesting about that is the support that they gave each other. There's a there's a really good photograph that that Joe put on his Instagram feed. Yeah. October, of Joe and Simone together at the kind of the launch exhibition at mm -hmm. metropolis gallery in new york where ah, so cool. paintings were, were available and, and and a lot of the guys in the group who were on the feet on um, who were watching the video last night actually went there but yeah. joe was there and i thought that was a really nice kind of handing of the bat and supportive thing to do so i mean it, it's kind of very exclusive club the guys that have created the the guys and the ladies when i say oh, yeah club, Kind of an all-inclusive thing yeah so do i yeah. non-specific but just just to be clear obviously julie uh huge julie. Ones, um, um uh the legacy and um so awesome um and uh so so yeah it's kind of a very very exclusive club like the ring bearers in lord of the rings <laughs> i kind of like to think of it as that they, they, bear, they bear it yeah um and, i mean it's such uh, a thing to like accomplish right i mean they're doing like most artists I mean, how many covers do they do for comic books? You know what I mean? I mean, you look at these card sets, especially masterpieces. Yeah. Like, those are all covers. Those are all yeah. potential comic book covers. Oh, yeah. That, that's how I see those original arts. Yeah. And, like, you know, it's kind of cool. Like, actually, we just saw more pictures of Joe and Hildebrandt hanging out. Right? Yes, that's right. There was a con. Um, a con. Jersey, I believe. I think it was New Jersey and they yeah. were hanging out and yeah. you know, all smiles and it's yeah. kind of a really cool glimpse yeah. into that community, into yeah. that, you know, they were both at the same con. Cause I think yeah. Greg is New Jersey based and I believe mm. Joe is upstate New York. Um, I might be wrong. Um, but, um, anyway, then they're, they're yeah. neck of the woods, um, that neck of the woods, so, you know, <laughs> hell of a lot closer, uh, than, um, to you than me so yeah um, but, but anyway anyway so um so what i figured we'd do is i've made some notes and i've got the questions here and i think perfect pretty much all of these questions got read out and we're going to basically recount to the best of our knowledge what what was said um i'm going to caution you now there will be a little bit of swearing that um we may or may not bleep out we'll, we'll see how we feel um but basically simone said that so because yeah. he's a he's a Direct very uh, he's a very um entertaining chap he oh, yeah. he's, he speaks from the heart he's a very passionate guy uh, and that comes out in his in his language and there was one particular quote that that i do want to that <laughs> a couple of blokes a couple of guys who who were there on the feed actually pointed out to me uh, <laughs> that he said in fact i'm gonna i'm gonna get get it out of the way at the top um he said it a couple of times but it was, it was his delivery was perfect and he he referred to the streaming technology as damn Facebook witchcraft shit. <laughs> <laughs> he said it a number of times. Because I think I think like like a lot of people that was great. It's kind of like, kind of like well, this is this is kind of it. This is Facebook. You know, we I hate it, but it's kind of how it's kind of the only medium to do this. Yeah. So yeah. You know, he gets That's it. pretty it's good. I like that. It's a tool for him to talk to us and for us to have this engagement. Yeah. Um, yeah this engagement which we'll come back on to um once we've got mm -hmm. the questions so um i'm going to dive into these and i'm going to say who who read them as as gloria did and then well, we'll... Let, 
Yeah. Let me describe the, um, so just to give you guys a glimpse, cause I know we don't have the yeah. video, you'll see okay. a picture, but just to give me an idea, um, because there are a lot of people who'd be interested in this. So they are redoing their studio. Mm -hmm. It was on the second floor. You can kind of see, you know, uh, he showed us Tuscany in the background a little bit at one point, which is really the end. cool to he see near the end. Right. He went on the balcony and showed it to us. Very awesome moment. Um, but in his office, there were statues. He had the Wolverine bust head. He and had some, and a Batman one. So he had some really cool setup that he's going to do for this new office. Obviously he had, you know, um, then, so we got to see some statues. We got to see a bookcase, got to see some furniture or whatever. And then he turned the camera and we got to see a huge painting that was there. I think it was this Conan painting, like one of the Savage Land paintings. Now I'm glad you saw it because I didn't see that because yeah. although I was, you know, I was, I had the video streaming, but I didn't watch it hundred percent of the time because uh, I had the audio playing through, through mm. Alexa so I could hear everything, but I was, I was in my kitchen and I was preparing food. So I'd okay. step away and not be watching the video thinking naively that uh, of course I can, I can <laughs> rewatch. <laughs> so, yeah. so I'm glad one of us spotted that. This is why we kind of pulled out resources memory yeah when you were telling me earlier to recount things i was like let me write down what it looked like because i remember yeah, looking yeah. around i was like what is going on so that was the only painting that was really out um yeah. you could see that he had a few more but not really viewable because it was such a massive painting yeah. um they had a lot in the of color boxes. it was a lot of stuff in boxes so yeah. that was pretty much the room um Maybe a few other things I'm missing, but those are the big highlights that I thought would be really fun for collectors to remember. Mm. All right, let's and get I, in the questions. And it looked freshly painted because if I remember before, oh, yeah. the, room that he, the room that he did previous live videos from had a dark palette on the walls and there were frames on the walls. And I think it's the same room, but it was much, much brighter. I mean, I would, yeah. I would say white walls probably. Yeah, so I agree. I tried to brighten the space and just to give it more, more light. Um, yeah. You know, I'm a fan of, of white interiors. We, we, we have one here at home. So um, simply because it, it brightens things and we prefer dark wood furniture. So yeah, of, so I definitely messed up when I painted my office because I thought, what is that? Love, I know, I know it's purple. Okay, yeah, okay, guys, fine. I can admit it. I have an office and I was going for a cosmic dark purple, like a nebula purple because I thought it'd be cool because I never got to paint my room as a kid and I wanted to do it. So I did it, okay. and it's really dark. Okay, so we've talked really in purple. previous episodes that Joe Jusco did that Starfield background on Marvel Universe 1992. Yes. And he said it was an absolute <laughs> SOB to paint. Um, and it actually took him an awful long time to do. I'm wondering what his rates would be to come down there. <laughs> kind of paid for him to come down, all expenses. And he kind of just stands there amongst dust sheets and... Maybe See, this feels like an MTV special I would have been into watching actually, when I was a kid. Or does that one of those programs whereby people come in and renovate your house over a weekend yeah. and yeah. you don't know it's happened or there's someone in the family who doesn't know it's happened and it's... Surprising. Pimp out my office. Yeah. Boom. Done. So, Pitched. So, yeah. I think you need it. Just go. Yeah. Um, anyway, back to Italy. Um, back to Italy. So, um, so yeah, so it was awesome. And he was, you know, the, I think for the first five, 10 minutes, the, the, the device, the phone, the tablet was at quite a low angle. So you could yeah. kind of just see the ceiling above the moment, but I think they kind of then sort of moved it around a little bit and it was mm -hmm. more in frame and, and things like that. So, um, and he's got a bit of a beard going on at the moment, but I imagine if he's been, especially if they've been doing a lot of the work themselves and it might be more than that room that's 
into it. Looked good. It yeah, looked good. It looked good. He was yeah, rocking yeah. that beard. It was I think killed it. Yeah. Yeah. It's coming across coming across strong. I mean, you know, we're both strong. bearded. Um but um <laughs> he, he absolutely nailed it. Um <laughs> so so let's let's dive into the questions. Yeah. Um I'm missed part of this answer because when I went, you know, the Facebook when the video goes live, if you don't get a notification, you just have to keep refreshing the page. So I think they dived straight in. They didn't wait for people to, to jump on and find the live stream. Yeah. Um, so they dived in. So this was from Josh Cudney. Um, hello, Josh, who Josh. we know is a collector. and a Josh fan is the best. Yeah. Original art. So he owns yeah. He went to that exhibition in, in New York that we mentioned earlier. Yeah. Josh owns some pieces from him and, Exactly. Yeah, he's a very exactly. avid collector. Um, yeah. And he owns a few pieces from Greg Hildebrandt and I'm sure many, yeah. other, many other people. So yeah. that's, that's his passion, you know. So um, Josh um, asked, I love the red skull painting uh, mm. from Marvel Masterpieces 2018 and was wondering if it was a coincidence or if this early detective comics served as an inspiration for the piece. Now, I, I think Josh possibly posted that image when he asked the question but i rather stupidly didn't send it over to simone with the questions i just sent the text to the questions however the first thing i remember simone saying is he is familiar with the cover that josh means but he didn't take any direct inspiration from it but he see i think he he was saying that he sees the how the comparison would would come across but he didn't take direct inspiration from it. But I don't remember anything else from that. Yeah, so he oh. said he thought the cover was of Satana holding something in her arms or something of that nature um, in terms of the cover. So he, he said originally that he actually didn't know about that cover and then became aware of it later on. Oh, I'm with you. And then, yeah, he, and he said it was a beautiful cover. He, you yeah. know, he said, you know, mad, mad props to the cover, but that was not anything in his mind that influenced the actual red skull painting. Yeah. Um, which is a, a beautiful painting. So it's, as, it's a great yeah. painting. I mean, you know, looking at that red skull and then looking at the electro, you can see where that lighting source is mm -hmm. so rich in Simone's work and how it just kind of does this great, you know, fast fall off, very noir, very dark, Mm -hmm. one point of lighting, Rembrandt lighting, where you have, or cam, it's probably Rembrandt lighting, where you have one source of lighting, and that lighting just lights up those figures so well. Like the yep. Electro and the Red Skull yep. both follow that pattern. Beautiful yep. pieces, yeah. Yep. Um, and that's the interesting, and this will come up again, the, the use of light in Simone's work in different yeah. ways, and the way that it falls is, I think, kind of the, almost the Rosetta Stone for, for yeah. kind of, understanding and viewing the, the the work that he's he's done certainly on this set for me um mm -hmm. in the same way that that dave was was talking about dave DeVries, dave yeah dave um talking um uh, a few weeks back when we interviewed him about the uh, the kind of fisheye lens and the way yeah, the, that the, the eye travels pov and the way the eye travels yeah. yeah so it's very interesting you know the the, the different styles in, in 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 play here so right the strong aesthetics yeah i exactly. agree Exactly. So anyway, that obviously it goes without saying everything we're talking about. If you're looking at the post on the um, Facebook group for the podcast at MCC pod on Facebook, um, 
all the images of the stuff we're talking about will be on there. So, um, so have a butcher's. Um, suddenly occurs to me that a lot of the audience might know what have a butcher's means. Do you know what have a butcher's means? I have no, I was just nodding because I felt bad and I didn't want to interrupt you, <laughs> but I do not. I'm so, learning so much though. <laughs> it is. Uh, it's basically, it's Cockney rhyming slang. So have a butcher's um, is rhyming slang. And the way Cockney rhyming slang works is it's, it's a, it's obviously something that rhymes. So butcher's is butcher's hook. And that rhymes with look. So ah. if you're going to have a look at something, you can have a butcher's instead. Okay. Yeah. Complicated, but I'm there. I'm yeah, following. But, it's, but yeah, but it's, well, it is, but it's kind of only one removed, but it's the, kind of the way it works. So yeah, um, you might have heard, well, here's a modern one for you then. Um, have you heard of a DJ called Pete Tong? No, I'm not hip. You're not down with the kids. Well, Pete Tong. I wish I was down with the kids. To be fair, he's been around a couple of decades, so he's not exactly. Okay. Chicken. He's, not, he's not that fresh. He's kind of a 90s. He's still, I mean, he's still very active, but 90s was when he kind of came up. Um, house um, dance music DJ. And um, it is common parlance now, certainly in England, to say it's all gone a bit Pete Tong. And that means it's all gone wrong. It's all gone wrong. Okay. It's all in the rhyming, you see? I see. Okay. You're starting to get it now. Okay. It's clicking. Yeah. It's okay. clicking. Good. Good. I'm not confident in my Cockney skills, but no. I, I'm. Yeah, exactly. So there's a lot of other references and a lot of them are to personalities <laughs> and people. The only thing wouldn't what, understand. The thing I think about when you say cocky is um, IT crowd where what a ludicrous, ludicrous display last night. And he goes through the, the program where he does the voice. I'm just <laughs> where he's trying to be manly. Yeah. I just I did a horrible impression. But no, yeah, I that's what I think about. That's my that's the American. Oh, gone. That's me. That's, That's what I have. I'm sorry. I wish we were better. That was wonderful. That was wonderful. Thank there you go. That. That's, That's a little for you. Button that has. Um, you but the, and um, this is recording, so everyone can hear that. This is recording, yes. So um, that will be out there. That's okay. <laughs> hey, listen, we've both done far worse on this podcast. And That's so true. Far, far worse. <laughs> it's yet to come. It's already uh, happened. I will, I will probably drop some more rhyming slang into this podcast as we go. I'm excited. Let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> we will. Anyway, so moving on to Simone Bianche. Back to um, um, the question. So, Pankit Shah. Um, good evening, Pankit. Um, said, uh, so many questions lingering on my mind. Uh, my first one. What were your first thoughts when you first heard about the opportunity to paint for the Marvel Masterpieces set? I loved Simone's answer to this. Yeah. Um, in fact, it's kind of, it kind of goes hand in hand. He kind of answered it. There was a similar question before we dive into the answer um, where he was... Sorry, bear with me. I'm having to scroll here. No. It's gone. It's gone. I'm sure there was a there was a similar question, um, and he he, I think the first thing he he said was, um, oh, he brings up the answer to that question back when someone asks him, um, what right. was his favorite part about painting it or something of that nature. Yeah, it comes up. Yeah, anyway, I'll I'll remember. Go for it. To 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 basically sum it up, I think he he said something to the effect of, um, the first thing he said instantly was yes. To, yeah um uh, jennifer Wu. she's actually in in the group and she's i think she's like the artist liaison um i think so uh, person at upper deck and uh a lot of artists have mentioned her in in passing and um were, were 
thrilled to have her in the group. So good evening. Yeah. If you're listening. Hello. <laughs> um, and um, come on the podcast. Talk to us. Um, yeah, that'd be awesome. He, um, and then I think he immediately realized as soon as he got off the phone, <laughs> pretty much very straight away, that he would not be able to work on anything else. I think he... Yeah kind of dawned on him the scale of the task yeah because it was yeah he realized very quickly that yeah that he he would not be able to work on anything else covers comics panels that would be the 14 months of his life on that set exactly so so it's interesting We, we come back to the time scale actually because someone else um asked it so i'm going to jump around the uh, questions here um oh yeah someone asked how long someone asked how long it took them um t- how long it took him to do it um yeah. and it was um here we go armand uh armand asante asante i think that's how you pronounce your surname armand um how long did it take to complete all the artwork for the set and he um he actually answered this earlier um but he went back and added to the answer so it's 15 months but then i love um Oh yeah, there was a follow-up question from Armand that actually dovetailed with the answer, which is, was really good. Um, were there any pieces you went back and changed, or wish you had the time to change after completion? And Simone said that he actually finished um, at fourteen and a half months. He finished two weeks before deadline. Yep. And so he spent that two weeks just going back and refining any of the pieces that he wanted to go back and revisit. Yeah and just making some small tweaks um, to them. And if you think about the fact that there were 135 paintings, some of which would have been done for over a year at this point. Yeah. You know, having the opportunity, having the, the, the fortune and the, the good timing. And the, the foresight to do yeah. that, right? Because that, yeah. finished yeah. with enough time Early. to then just take a, take a, you know, take a tour of the battlements and say, you know, um, I just want to add some light to that piece or I want to do something to this piece or tweak the hair or change the color, you know, whatever it may be. Yeah. Or like add a white line to like outline yeah. a character from the background a little bit more or something of that nature, yeah. something small, a small tweak. Yeah. So I, I, I found that fascinating, actually. I thought that was a real insight to the care that he, he took to create these pieces. Yeah. Um, I think that's probably the best way to say it, you know. I think that's exactly the way to say it. Yeah, I mean, he, yeah. I mean, you know, you don't do that kind of stuff if it's just the job. Mm. And he, throughout the interview, the atmosphere and the tone was very much, reading between the lines, Simone was just happy to have, like, have that piece of history, to have yeah. worked on a huge, massive trading card set. Yeah. Like he's, he's, he was really proud of it and he should yeah. be, the, that yeah. set is amazing. Absolutely. So absolutely, you know, he, I, he nailed it. I mean, it's definitely one for the books in terms of card collecting. Exactly. That will always, yeah, that's a huge exactly. highlight, huge highlight. Um, so there's, there's a note there I want to come back to about that, the, the fact that he's done a set, but I'll come back to that because it's kind yeah. of a good, good one to, to plant towards the end. Um, uh, Jorge Hernandez I think that's oh, yeah. how you pronounce it. Begins with yeah, it's Hernandez. You nailed it. Is it Jorge? Is that how you pronounce that? It's it's George Jorge. Yeah. George. Yeah, I read it as George, but then I'm English, so you know. <laughs> uh, it depends. I I don't know if he's. I mean, Hernandez. I'm sure he's Spanish. Anyway, um, 
we're just going to call you Steve. So um, <laughs> Steve asks, <laughs> apologies, um, what character took you the longest to create um, slash paint? I um, Is this the one where he said Dr. Octopus? Yes. He okay. said the background was really complicated, um, which was... He said he'd hurt his neck. That's what it was. Yeah. So he hurt his neck. So he had his neck in a in a stint in a in a brace, and um, that made it very difficult for him to do Doctor Octopus. Yes, that's right. Um, and I think he, I think the, did he mention the tentacles being a bit of a? Bit of a yeah, I think well. he said something about the tentacles, but then I could have sworn he said something about the background it as well. Definitely background as well. I think, generally speaking, he, he's clearly got um, less fond memories of doing that particular work. Not that. Had oh, no issue with the character. I no, think. he. Yeah, no. Yeah, he had no issue with any character. No, absolutely. Um, Although, we actually yeah. know his favorite piece too, because he did. actually told us his favorite piece as well. So I'm looking at the Doctor Octopus. Yeah. Uh, Jesus. So I've never looked at this card as closely. Yeah. As I should have, but if you look at the background, just to describe it to our listeners, he is definitely in a lab. Mm-hmm. And there's these two water tanks on yep. one on either one on each side of him. Yep. It's a very nice looking card. And the background is very much that dystopian yes. universe that Simone created mm-hmm. completely separate from anything we've seen before. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're all con- uh, unified between all the cards. This is a very complicated background. Exactly. Um, yeah. Cause there's a lot of Chrome and he put yes. a very nice Chrome f- effect on the, legs of dr octopus the arms i guess legs Um, legs arms but and there's a lot of really interesting green that complex i mean it's a very that looks a lot source behind him as well yeah it's a very difficult piece now that i'm looking at because you can look at the vanishing point as Mm -hmm. well like Mm -hmm. the oranges and all that stuff like it's but just check out just check out the arm that's closest to you oh man on the tip you got that flare it's just a gleam of light Gleam of light. Yeah. It's a circle. I've never noticed that before. No. <laughs> so, and uh, the glasses look so good on there too. Yeah. yeah. And then you have that light source kind of like electro, not as yeah. predominant or as extreme, but yeah. you do have a little bit of that light source coming from the bottom, yeah. which really gives a nice dimension to the card. Yeah. Yeah. It's exactly. really a nice card. It's probably one of the better ones, I would it say, now like, that I look at it. I have it. to say, I, I mean, the Spider Man characters for me, I mean, because of my affinity to Spider-Man, um, more so than some of the other characters that were in there from from Thor and from, from Avengers, that, you know, characters that, that I'm less familiar with. So Beta Ray Bill, for example, I'm not familiar with at all. And yeah, I think, didn't he say that was mm. one of his favorite pieces? That, Black Bolt and Black Panther. That's it. That's it. Those were big yeah. ones. Those were yeah. the big ones I remember. You know, it's funny, yeah. I, I was on eBay looking at uh, Simone's Dr. Octopus card. And in the thumbnails on the bottom, there's the Dr. Octopus that Jus- uh, Jusco did. Oh. Um, I'm not going to lie to you. They're really funny to look at the pairing. Yeah. Because um, in the Jus- Jusco card, there are two arms in the composition of the, in the framing of the card, just like Simone's. Hmm. And in the Jusco card, he had an atomic uh, nuclear plant. And in Simone's card, kind of has the same kind of feel. This, <laughs> no, it's crazy looking at the pairing. They're, they're interesting. very similar. Yeah, they're very similar. Wow, that's fascinating. Yeah, but the Spider-Man villains he did for the set, 
like the Mysterio. I don't know what it is about that Mysterio, oh, but I Mysterio. love that. Yeah. I love that effect. I really like the, the green highlight, the stroke of the light green on the fog. Mm. Like I like that Mysterio. It's cool. It's good. It's really, all of them are good, man. All of them are really good. But yeah, I love the Spider-Man villains he did. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely wonderful um, stuff. The um, it's very it's interesting because some of the answers that he gave expanded on earlier answers, and he kind of yeah. it, so it kind of felt like even though there were separate questions from separate people, it kind of came together and it came together from. Uh, I'm going to kind of jump forward a little bit because um, there was. Um, a question by David DiMarchi, um, where he asked the top three characters that yeah. he created and painted, which I think uh, awesome question, yeah, fun what, question. What yeah. was it? You just, what was it? You just said Beta Ray Bill. Oh, it was um, it was Beta Beta Ray Bill. It was Black Panther. It's interesting. Wait, what is it? Is it B E A T? B is B E T A, but you can pronounce it Beta or Beta. But it's like ah. it's like data from Star Trek: The Next Generation. It's data. Yeah, but I've been at a conference when Australians have pronounced it data. Oh, just, that's kind of cool. Yeah, no, it's not. I just honestly, oh, I wanted no. to get up there and slap them, um, but uh, <laughs> it was just winding me up. Um, but it's interesting <laughs> that you say that, and, and I pronounce and 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 you'd think that beta would would you know beta rhymes with data. So why isn't beta correct why is it beta i don't know you know you oh, say tomato yeah, say tomato anyway <laughs> favorite characters were tomato tomato and and potato um, <laughs> um so yeah beta ray bill beta ray bill um black panther black panther and um black bolt black bolt but i'm sure cyclops got a special mention at some point well, he said the battle spectra of cyclops and wolverine oh, is um particularly difficult mm. But he also really loved that one as well. Mm -hmm. I remember that being some some kind of compliment. Oh, because one of the questions or one of the things he went off on was talking about how there were, or maybe I'm jumping the gun. I might be jumping the gun. Someone asked how many different versions of a painting, like did he want to do a different version or did he have a hard time landing on a particular preliminary like a particular design for a card that he wanted to do i think it was stephen bagley asking which character changed the most from initial concept to that's it product and why yeah he said cyclops and wolverine was a big one um and we've seen a pretty cool range of preliminary arts because of the redemption cards mm -hmm. come up in the group and seen some different like poses um yeah. that he's done as well so that's that's pretty cool. Final yeah, we've seen it pieces. Yeah, different from the final pieces, like Captain yeah. Marvel. Yeah, I think was different. Um, yes. and there were some other ones that were a little different as well. I can't remember them now off the top of my head. It's interesting that when there is that difference, everyone goes a bit nuts. Yeah, I know that's kind of cool. <laughs> in, a, in a good I way, like the you know. Yeah, 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 in a good exactly. way. Yeah, I love that. I I get wow. into that. Yeah, it's um it's great, and um so it was interesting that, that someone asked that. Anyway, going back yeah, to is. David's question, um. Uh, what inspired you or where do you get your inspiration from when creating each character on each card? Um, and I, my recollection on that is that Simone said, I'm having trouble remembering now. What, what was the question? <laughs> what inspired you and where did you get your inspiration from when creating each character on each card? And I think, um, yeah, he didn't answer anything like, 
crazy specific for that. No, he didn't. But it, but the reason the reason I brought that up because actually I'm not sure that was asked. But um, the top three characters part of that was definitely asked. But what was asked earlier kind of answered that question, um, which. Um, uh, we might have to edit this bit out because I can't find it. It's okay. Here we go. Um, Armand again asked, "Did you get to choose what characters you wanted in this set?" That's right. That there it is. Characters. So that, the answer to that and David's question kind of linked together because Simone mm -hmm. said that he he pretty much got all of what he wanted. I think he said at least eighty percent. Yeah. Of, probably a little more he said because there was nothing that he did not want yeah that, that was in the final list yeah. like he was happy with all of them and they but, gave yeah. him complete freedom of, of what to draw in them right. i don't think you know i got the impression yeah. that, he did say that there were some kind of like you know the band ones like fantastic four he would have been interested yeah um it was and interesting it, that he didn't say that though. He didn't use no. that word. He basically the way Simone Simone was very very careful. Yeah, and, he, and uh, rightly so because don't bite the hand, so. don't bite the hand that feeds you. Yep. Um, and the other expression being never where you eat. You'd have to bleep that out. Um, yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lovely expression that. Um, it is. I like it. <laughs> it is. Um, he. I think the, the way he phrased it was. You know, I wanted to use this character, I wanted to use this, but for reasons I think you're all probably aware of. Yes. I shouldn't go in the set. And he was, he was basically saying, yeah, we all know why. But, um, yeah. And, yeah. Um, but he mentioned Surfer. And you Damn got right. quite excited. I did. I was like, hell yeah. I could hear you squealing. You saw me, right? I was, I was yeah. you could hear it from across this country. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> in fact my cat looked out the window and said what's that sound what is uh, that because it's a sound gazing that off <laughs> um, well he also like was like talked about black cat too he did well the, 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 so the thing we're kind of missing here is that throughout um for those oh, who yes. don't know on a live video you can comment on it as you would any other post on facebook and yeah. they come up on the screen of the person who's who's talking so at various points, people would jump on and say, ciao, Simone, or hi. And Simone would break off and go, hey, hey, ciao, Matt, and ciao, um, Otis. And, you know, the, the, these guys that, that he, he knows and has met at conventions. And it was, it was just lovely because it was like he'd break off an answer to kind of give them an audio hug. It was awesome. Uh, yeah, was he was just, super welcoming was and lovely, warm. Lovely, lovely. Yeah, it was so awesome. To everyone. Yeah. Yeah, to everyone. No, all of us. I mean, you know, I got a shout out. Ian got a shout out. Like, uh, so it was nice. You know, it was nice. really cool. You know, because really I asked cool. him. On, <laughs> it was rather cheeky because he's got a list of questions he's trying to answer, and there's people firing at him <laughs> comments on the thing. Uh, but I, you yeah. know, I, I think I said, you know, would you do a solo black cat? Um, yeah. <laughs> and I think I said that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put this in now actually because it kind of fits in the conversation. But he did say early and then repeated it again that he would be well up for doing another full marvel set he would want to do another one how he crazy wants, is that yeah and he wants to and he's up for it and he said he'd obviously need to think a bit more about the scheduling of it in terms of his yeah. other work commitments um and he didn't allude to anything but maybe he's got a contract coming up that he he's he can't talk about but um i was speculating there he didn't say that he didn't but say that yeah and there was some other speculation about sketch cards um which was pr pretty cool to hear him say. Um, we won't say anything. No, although no. we know that he has done 
We um, saw him on the uh, list for Premiere, right? Was it, it was Premiere. And he oh, mentioned right. in answer to, so this is actually a good segue. Every episode has got a segue. I'm the worst. And um, I, want the, I want the listeners to know it's it's 100% my fault. Uh, that's okay. quite all right. That's quite all right. It is very organized. And uh, I just, uh, there. Bless you, dear. Um, uh, someone did ask, um, is there a character that, here we go, Darren Bacchino. Uh Good evening, oh, Darren. Um, favorite hey, Marvel character to draw. So I think we touched on that one. Um, are there any Marvel characters you do not care to draw? And he said, I love them all. And then he kind of had a second thought and he said, but Squirrel Girl. <laughs> and he referenced guy. that he'd, he'd, he'd had to do a sketch card of Squirrel Girl. Yeah, and he so, referenced that. So, I think that's Premiere. Has to be Premiere because Premiere, if you guys remember, mm. Premiere, and this is a crazy insight into the set that's coming out for 2019 Premiere, mm -hmm. is that we're going to have limited sketch cards for characters. Mm. So like the other ones, um, you know, they would get Squirrel Girl, Spider-Man, Iron Man, and the card would say the name of the superhero on the sketch card, on the blank sketch card before the they back. drew it. On oh, the back. Actually, on the front. For 2012, it was on the front. Uh, on the side in the right-hand column, I got the surfer for the 2012. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then the picture of the... They did it on 2012. I know, it's pretty cool. Yeah, they did it on 2012. Yeah, so I don't know if they did it on the 2014. Maybe they did. No, I don't like that. They the... did it on 2014. They didn't do it on 2012 because my Black Cat sketch cards are from 2012 and they don't say the character name on there. For Premiere? Yeah. Absolutely certain. Anyway, <laughs> we'll go and figure that out. But um, yeah, on, premiere, on, the, on the new Premiere, at least, like the last Premiere, which was 2017, I want to say. 20, I think it was 27. Yeah. Anyway, no, Marvel, well, yes, I don't Marvel know. Premiere is, is a top, top end. It's the most expensive set that Upper Deck put out. Um, there's a, there's a, everything is serial numbered in terms of the base cards. There's a limited number. I think there's only about 50 base cards a set anyway. Um, certainly were in the first one. Mm -hmm. um, and it's very limited. But the sketches are quite an interesting thing because they'll have a single panel or they've got, they've got the kind of a hinge on them. And they're double or triple as well. Yeah. So like, yeah. So usually a full canvas, you can kind of get a fuller canvas on the back. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah. Yeah. The premiere stuff is pretty serious. So yeah, the names are on the cards of 2012 for the sketches. They're oh, on okay. the, yeah, they're on the right hand. They're hard to see. Wow. Um, but, case, I've just completely missed it. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't matter. So yeah, well, they're, so maybe they're that I'm I'm assuming what's going on there just to get some insight into Premiere because I'm sure we're all excited. Um, I think that's what's going on is that you know the sketch cards that he were given that he was given had names on them, so it forced him to draw particular characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that'd be kind of cool because for, and I don't want to dive into this too long, but for um, you know the 2018, he had very specific characters he chose and he did multiple headshots. So, like, you know, Iron Man, Spider-Man, Hulk. Wolverine. Wolverine. Three Wolverine headshots out there. Was there a Black Bolt? I feel like he did a Black yeah. Bolt. Yeah, there was. So, so, for, so for, for those listening who might not know, for as well as painting the entire base car. Entire set, base car set, yeah. Simone then went back and did an unknown number, and I've asked 
twice now. <laughs> and yeah, we're not getting a number. Bless, bless her has said, I can't tell you. Um, and um, I, I think the statute of limitations on that one is not yet not yet up. So um, yeah, I don't think they legally can tell us. Um, so um, and they weren't in the physical product that went to stores. So I think Simone did those because like with um, um, other sets, there was kind of a second wave of sketch cards that were that were put in Epax yeah. release, which was a yeah. few months after the physical in stores release um so simone's sketch cards which are very very different in because obviously they're not full paintings for a start right and they're just um, sketches yeah. but they are they are they're playful is the word i'm going to use i'm into uh, them I'm, i really yeah. i yeah i think they're awesome like i know i mean regardless i really i'm really you know i'm more you know i think there's two types of sketch card collectors there's a lot of types of sketch card collectors obviously but two of the main ones i always hear is you know Either they want it full acrylic, full painting, and that's the highest end type of stuff, like the Jusco uh, APs sketch cards. You know what I mean? They're fully painted. Uh, Fabian does fully painted. And then, you know, yeah. Charles Hall. Charles Hall, fully painted. So, you know, and then you have other people who do actual sketch work where you see the pencil markings, you see some paint on there. You know what I mean? And it's it's very much a sketch. Um, And being a collector of like older right or full ink like back in the day with sketchographs yeah um you know and you had the greats doing like legendary comic book artists doing sketchographs back in the day stan lee doing spider-man in pencil mm-hmm. you know what i mean like you had real history to the way they they approached doing sketch cards because they just sketched on them yeah you know i think each way is valid 100 percent, but these are very much like sketches sketches yeah like the so- preliminaries so the interesting thing about Simone's um, sketch cards that were in the EPAX release is that we we've been, we were counting them as they appeared. Um, yeah, we did. <laughs> and I think I've managed to keep, I don't think they're on group, but I've definitely got them in a, in a, in a folder on my Google Drive. I need to put them on, on the group. Um, is I've counted 17 or 18, I think, individual. That's the number um, I have too. Yeah. I haven't seen so, that. No, but I, I'm sure there are more than that because, as you know, with EPAX, if you open it and you want to keep it hidden, you lock it straight away. So I'm absolutely mm. certain. I mean, just speculate as much as you want how many you did, but I think 20 is probably a solid number. I think most of them are, are out there. People want to show them off because it's, yeah. you know, yeah. uh, but they're fascinating. So, you know, I'll, um, really cool. what I'll do on the tasting notes is I'll put up um, a couple of them, not, not all of them because people are going to be scrolling forever. Um, but, um, the ones Just I like, the, the, one, yeah. Yeah, the ones I like are the, the the three different versions of Wolverine, and there's I think at least two Electras. Um, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Button nose yeah. thing. She looks a bit like the way that um, Chris Bacalow drew. Oh yeah, uh, back in the day. Yeah, in the yeah, yeah. Comics. Yeah, that's I what like, that I love that. reminds me of. Um, that's pretty cool. That's a good one. That's a really good it's reference. An interesting thing because at the different scale, Simone's style is different. I mean, I think it would have to be. Yeah, but it, but I, I, th- that's what I find interesting. It, it, it looks so different to the, mm-hmm. um, to, to the, to the bigger pieces. So, which is really another do. good segue. Segue of the episode. Segue. Um, segues in the night. <laughs> um, <laughs> a couple of people asked this, and this was kind of the question that I remember when I sent it in. You said you, know, you shouldn't have included that. Oh yeah, man. People asked this, and this is this is the big one. This is the kind of uh, 
the slaying of the 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 the, the voices the, the the people that may not have dug the set who quite happily you know said so on on various forms and things like that so um we've seen the um preliminary art sketches and we've seen the, the paintings the cards seem darker than your paintings any explanations that's daniel rubin asked that um armand asked the same thing in a different in a different way um Armand asked, some collectors have noticed some of the final cards look darker and lost the vibrancy and colour of the original paintings. Interesting follow-up question here. Do you have a full set of the trading cards and are you happy with the final product? Mm. So that's the bit that he tackled first and he said, absolutely, 100%, I've got a set of the cards. I love them. Upper Deck did an absolutely brilliant job. Um, I, I, you know, I wouldn't have anything any other way so that's the first thing simone said and you know hats off to him for just like, hell yeah Half, that one. absolutely okay. there's, yeah there's no let's just be absolutely clear there's no room for interpretation there 100 percent. he's 100 cool. percent. then he went on to say and he said this um in a different way because the the question armand's question came up first and he kind of answered it and then he went on and then obviously there was a there was a repeat question asked by daniel mm -hmm. and uh, gloria read that out as well and i remember commenting on the video apologies for the duplicate question and simone was like no no no, it's absolutely cool i kind of really want to get into this and he, he then went on to say that because um uh, you know a number of things but obviously the the the, the first thing he started to say was, you've got to remember that the paintings are probably three main sizes. The biggest ones are, and he, you know, he stretched his arms out, you know, and, the, 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 you know, some of them are quite They're giant, small, but some of the, yeah, I think there's three different sizes. I think he said, yeah, there are um, three different sizes. Yeah. You can see that too. Cause if you go to comicconnect.com, yeah. where some of his work is still available, yeah. you can see the dimensions there. Exactly. We'll pop a link on that. And, and the, 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 um, the dimensions were also on the, um metropolis guide yes yeah. that i um i think i downloaded i know i've got a physical copy um where you could buy the paintings but they That's are cool. also um there are photos from that metropolis exhibition again this is going to be the longest tasting notes pictorial gallery ever my goodness i'm so sorry um, man. i know that's not easy <laughs> no it does actually it does take quite a while to pull together i'm that. sure um but but that's cool no listen i love it i love doing it it's fine um there are photos from the metropolis so you can see the different sides of the paintings that are there mm -hmm. that's um, cool um, one of the guys in fact one of the guys um uh in the group william heath lawson good evening william uh, yeah william um, was at the exhibition and he took the photograph of simone giving the thumbs up that we use on the <sighs> arms of the creator seriously you can see there the different scales of the painting yeah so basically yeah, you got the, the rocket a different yeah. are different scales you know some of them are small kind of you know ipad pro size <laughs> that's a good one but it's quite it's a right. decent, you know decent thing some of them are kind of you know maybe uh, I don't know, size of a bigger than 11 by 17. Yeah, like exactly. Little, like around then, there. And then some of them are probably, you know, massive, like poster size. Yeah. yeah probably not as big size. as a post as a giant movie poster, but not like half off. the size. Not half a and you can see this yourself. If you go to um, uh, any one of the videos that Simone has posted, uh, you yeah. can see him working on them. So you can kind of get a sense of the scale. So yeah. I guess the first thing that tells you is that obviously he's painting them in 
a studio you know there's a lot of natural light and the way and this is the same with anything okay because I, I remember talking to guys in our um studio at, at the agency that i work for about this is that a lot of um colors that you can paint physically with real paints and I, I don't fully know the science of this but this is my understanding of it is once you convert that to a digital color you know not all colors are possible to create in the digital no, spectrum within at all. that same tone the other thing is that the light hits the paintings in a different way if it hits physical material that's been used to paint either oil paint or be it inks or be it watercolors or whatever it is the light hits them in a different way depending on how thick it is how it's been applied the material uh, of the, the canvas material, exactly you know what i mean like you're you're having light is, whether it's canvas exactly yeah. you're having light bounce back yeah when you're exactly. scanning things you're really just getting the surface exactly. you're not getting any bounce back to exactly. the eye so you're not getting a diffuse you're not getting a glow exactly. and by the way so everybody knows which is why i, I didn't want that question there when i when when i read it because i wanted the question to be more about asking about his art and choices that he did in the art uh which eventually i mean we got tons of great questions yeah, and those but, questions but, were but, there okay yeah, yeah yeah um you know the 92 jusco stuff those paintings look very different from the final product they're not exactly the same either and neither is julie's neither is boris all of them are very different and i've been looking at a lot of original trading card art lately which we'll talk about in another podcast absolutely but absolutely. those are very different in person mm. even hildebrandt right mm. very different in person mm. as opposed to the printed product yeah so this goes into so that whole bit about the light and the digital and the composition that that wasn't what Simone was saying. That's kind of me putting that. That's just there. us, yeah. So Simone started by saying about the size, and then he went on to say these are being reduced, reproduced in a in a very fixed, small format. So you know that is that is your main difference. It's going to be much, much, much smaller. Yeah, um, and also um, they're they're printed with a gloss. Mm -hmm. You know the cards are by and large glossy. Um, the canvas ones are well, canvas type material. Yeah, um, and actually, they're bumpy. <laughs> so, so I guess the best way to kind of look at that is if you look at the the cards ninety one through hundred, the canvas gallery. There's basically the gallery part of the mm -hmm. ninety one right. of the gallery, and the base on that are called canvas. Then you've got a gold subset, which are limited to ninety nine cards, I believe, and they are not. A canvas they are a shiny gloss and side by side the artwork looks completely different on them even though it's the same painting because yeah. it's um the canvas is a much darker um material it feels it kind of the, the the picture looks softer in a way yeah the light hits it and it doesn't kind of do the same thing it doesn't bounce off in the same way it's, it's kind of kind of absorbs it a little mm -hmm. bit more and when you look at it on the shiny gold gallery card it looks very very different so that, yeah, that's, that's such a good kind point of, i was thinking about that because that's brilliant those two side by side it almost looks like a different painting or kind of yeah. like and and yet they're they're the same paint i'm sure the painting yeah. looks completely different to, <laughs> to both of those yeah to the both of those versions i'm so, sure yeah they are so it's kind of like listen they were bigger 
now they're smaller um and um you know his artwork is a is a is a very different style to to other art, art, artists that have done these sets which is why you know they probably approached him yeah i mean they should have approached him they should approach people differently i mean look whenever exactly i mean dude dave devries just talking from our last podcast yeah. or you know from the interview we had with him yeah that man's work is completely different yes than what masterpiece was dealing with at the time yeah and we love it and i yeah. look i'll be honest and i you know this podcast is about honesty kind of and <laughs> i'm not wearing it <laughs> he's not wearing it, but that's the level of honesty we got yeah, here exactly um i'm gonna be honest you know i think that so funny so you know these boxes of cards are expensive these are premium products the, and we these day and age they are yeah they are right now right the day and age the modern card collector the professional card collector which i'll joke around about um these are modern cards and we just got off 2016 and people invested a lot a lot of money mm -hmm. into the 2016 mm -hmm. and i think and this is part and this is my speculation this was not spoken on at all but i'm going to bring it up i think Simone knew that question because he did mention that people have asked him that before about the color difference yep. in the cards. And I'm going to not lie. I think some of that came from blowout. And I think it was super disappointing when that happened on the blowout forums, which we'll talk about briefly. It was a forums before our group where pretty much everything was happening in a non-sport. And people were a little salty about this set, a few, not the majority at all. And there were a lot of comments being thrown out there. That's what happened back in the day. Mm. And, you know, it wasn't until the group and then Simone was putting the work out there and sharing with the group and sharing on his social media where real, you know, a lot of collectors from Blowout came to the group to Facebook and we kind of just started participating on this platform because it was a lot more positivity. And, you know, this also goes to talk about some other things briefly is that these artists are coming on to our group and they are kind enough and for free talking to us about their work which they mm. do not have to do mm -hmm. and they do not owe us or anything of that nature mm. but they are doing it because they are excited and they are fans of the cards and i guarantee you as you hear more of the interviews from artists that we're planning to do and that have done all of them are fans mm. of the card series absolutely collected they're all fans. They all want to do and participate in this really cool tradition that's happening in Marvel cards. And that is the positivity that should be kind of cultivated around here. Absolutely. And, you know, that's, that's really what we're looking at here. And Simone did a great job talking about the set and, you know, that, and the two things he did say, just to bring it back to the actual point is that it went from big to small. And when you do that kind of, digitization which is 100 percent true you're not going to get the same looking product you'll get no. similarities very similarities mm. but you're not going to get the same also absolutely there are color chips in your computers and there are color chips in these cameras and they can't oh, yeah. register a yeah. certain resolution and they yeah. don't have every translation for every type of color you because mm. sometimes colors look different depending on the temperature the light of mm. the room you're in from fluorescent lights to daylight, the color registers differently. So it makes complete sense that they as look does, different. As does the optic nerve. 
as does Correct. the light hitting the back right. of your eye. On top of glossy, on top of all that other yeah. stuff, so, hard material. Know, every, I guarantee you that everyone, every single person sees the cards very, 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 very slightly differently. Yeah. Whether yeah. they realize that's it perception. Or not. Whether they so, realize you know, it or not, there that, is some color difference. I mean, you know. go to eBay, look at listings, and you'll see all those cards there. And some people scan them at different resolutions, different lighting. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, they all look different. You yeah. Know, yeah. Well, it's like here when I take the photos for uh, the oh, Daily Masterpieces right. I put on yeah. group. But depending on, I always do them in exactly the same spot. Um, but the, the light in here will change how good or bad that picture looks and some you know some cards i don't feel i've done a great you know i've done a little bit of a disservice to just simply because they've not you know been captured but what's so smart of right you, time is you do it you do it on a white background yes and that's what makes them look so uniformed is exactly. that you do have that white background there because you have yeah, a little yeah. bit of bounce and that that's really nice really yeah. clean yeah yeah, yeah. yeah it's all right done. next question it's got to be done so um be done. Well, there, there weren't actually that many questions here so um no, where are we here? Uh, Matthew DeMars. Uh, hey, Matthew. Um, what character would you have liked to create but didn't? And this was kind of crossed over. Again, again a lot of these questions do cross over. Um, it's kind of crossed over with the, with the characters that, that Simone couldn't put into the set. Yeah, because um, he wanted to do everything. You know, he wanted to do. Yeah, it if, he, if it was up to him, he would have drawn everything. It sounded like. Yeah, I think if it was up to him, there would have been 180 different paintings. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and he would have, uh, he would have been pulling a Jusco, as it's known in the uh, oh, yeah. trade. Yeah. I don't know if it is known in trade, but it is from now. It is um, now. Um, as in um, the the shifts that he was doing to complete 1992. So, um, so yeah, so that was that was that was. Uh, great question because it kind of tied in with the fact that he's just passionate about you know he's he digs his marvel characters like yeah in a big way you know he, yeah. he loves these characters and um it's something that you touched upon earlier on actually and we're coming on to it in a moment actually is the backgrounds so oh, yeah. this is the one where simone lit up like a pinball machine oh. um completely with with joy um and i think um, I can't remember which question it was, but it it came on to talk. It was about it was the, the, the question I asked. It, it was, was the question I asked at the end. Ah, um, so you put it on the comments. That's yeah, right. I put yeah because I told you last minute. That's um, right. because I couldn't think of a question because I was a little starstruck and I was like, man, what do I ask him? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what do I really want to know? And so what you, do I want? You maybe best want to feel. You maybe best want to describe this one because basically you know, what I said in the question was that I and if you've collected eight uh, MM eighteen Marvel Masterpiece eighteen you kind of understand what I'm talking about when I say this. If you look at all the backgrounds, like we were talking about Dr. Octopus earlier, the backgrounds are very dystopian. They're very yes. unique. They feel very much outside of the Marvel universe, but yet so ingrained in it. Mm -hmm. um, it feels like you're looking at a sci-fi depiction of Marvel characters. Yes. And that's my top five, the top three favorite parts about the set that he did. And the thing, the attention he did, because if you look at the backgrounds, and you look at Mobius, which is the vampire character from Spider-Man, which we were talking about the Spider-Man villains. He's on a boulder, which he calls his spaceship, and it's floating it's off the ground. Floating. It's floating. And, you know, it's um, nuts. It's nuts. And if you look at all the backgrounds, like he just did, we just saw on a Facebook page, which I was playing around with buying, but I don't think I can afford it, is the Mystique Polymerary. So it's, it's Morbius, isn't it? Not Mo 
right. Mor- Morbius. 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 Yeah, Morbius because Morbius is the comic book artist, the that, brilliant yeah. European genius. Comic but he artist. mentioned both in the same sense. He mentioned both. Where the confusion's coming in. Right. I think Mobius is where he's drawn a lot of inspiration. Right. He said. He, yeah. He got into he it. Was, he got into it because he got really excited because I wanted to, because you know there's a very different style of art from American to European, um, and vice versa, obviously. So you know. Mobius, the comic book artist, brilliant for his creations of sci-fi and fantasy and did work on Marvel uh, pieces as well. You know, my first time I was introduced to that artist and such a fast, just such a fan of his work, it was the Silver Surfer Parable. Mm -hmm. That is is a great book, a great graphic novel. Uh, He did all the art for that and Stanley wrote it. And Simone lit up. He was very excited to talk about that. And he was like, you know, thank you for comparing my backgrounds to his, but we're, you know, that, you know, it's such an honor, but, you know, I definitely don't hold a light to him and being very humble, of course. Mm. Um, but he was very excited to talk about that because if you go back and look at all the Marvel Masterpiece pieces or any piece, really, we're talking about, Dave, we're talking about this to Dave, Dave. And, yeah, you know, yeah. Dave was telling us how he had carnage running out of a mental asylum. And someone running away from him in the perspective, the the very yes. extreme perspective, the fisheye. Yes. And Simone was so excited to talk about his influence on the backgrounds and how he wanted them to look very distinct and very different and also wanted to create story within the frame. Yes. And that was really cool. That was a really cool I mean, moment. It, it literally, do you remember, I can't remember if this is Marvel or another publisher, Elseworlds. Yes. So yes, yes, yes. Th- that's the word that comes to mind when I look at yeah. the, the works in Marvel Masterpieces from, from Simone, because yeah. it's kind of, there's a, there's a world. Yes, there's it's a world a building he did. Yeah. There's a world yeah. within, yeah. within that. Within and characters that. intersect with each other in that yes. world. And if you look through the MM18, you can see echoes of other worlds, the other cards that he kind of infiltrated across character lines. Mm. Um, I think they're really fun. I think they're really cool, you know? You look yeah. at anybody, like even if you look at Colossus, who you know who I have, um, it seems like it's all rubble. But when you look more detail at the card, it's very specific rubble, yeah. and it's the same kind of material of rubble you'll see in the other cards. Mm-hmm. And you can just see how he's carrying that forward every time. And that's what excited me about the set. One of the major things that excited me about the set was to see that kind of storytelling again transcend across each mm. character's mm. kind of background each character's personality you know like mystique for instance when she's sitting on that pile of machinery that seems to be in the desert and stuff of that nature and then you yeah, see yeah, that yeah, kind yeah. of drone in the background yeah um you know that turbine that looks like a drone um if you look at how she sits on that piece of machinery she has her hands and her fingers slightly curled around each other. Yeah. And she's putting out her other hand. It just, for me, and I should have asked this, but I didn't want to get too specific or take time from other people's questions. But that feels like that feels like a gecko standing on a rock in a desert. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like a like a thing that could like um like a chameleon, you yes. know, the transformative qualities. Yes. Like seeing yes. her fingers do that and seeing that position makes gives her that personality of that chameleon surviving and mystique super rough of a character she's super greedy so it's kind of this really cool imagery that's echoing her personality and he does that continuously throughout the cards what i love what i love is the 
is Wolverine. He's ah. got a, he's standing in a snowy mountain backdrop, and it's from a it's from a low angle looking up at him, and behind him is are these mountains like going up into the sky. Yeah, and his his foot's got is kind of slightly in the snow, and it's clearly just been put down because the snow is still kind of flying up from where yep. he's placed his foot and and when you look at it you kind of don't see it at first but then you see this wisp and you think oh that's his breath but look at it it's actually it's his cigar oh wow going on now i didn't think they were allowed to get away with character smoking no i think it's the him. cold i think it's the cold but i it, think it's the that's the thing you say you say it but i wouldn't be at all surprised if that was a small thing that maybe he just had to tweak and there's there's another flare glare uh, glimmer exactly like from dr octopus yeah and i think what's really cool too if you look in the background of that wolverine card um i'm looking at it backwards but his left hand um that that looks like a building that has a snow cap on it so that little machinery that's existed in the other cards is yeah. kind of hinted at and that might just yeah, be yeah. a mountain but it's still even though this is a very natural organic space that he has wolverine which yeah. just suppose some of the other spaces that he uses it's still the same you know what yeah. i mean you still see that's like the snowy isolated part of where yeah. the character is again yeah and the stance is such a good stance. this is one of my favorite wolverine cards I've it, ever is, seen, it is exactly down. and you can see it's, why it's a great piece for it. it's a great piece um, as they should it's, it's a brilliant it's, piece and his um, eyes are red it's sick it's, it's a lovely. sick piece um i mean listen we could <laughs> we could Sorry, go into yeah. this i mean he did two of course he did the one for the um canvas cards as well yes uh for the gallery card really one too uh where wolverine's kind of airborne for want of a better word yeah, um, yeah. and he's clearly just like torn something up with his claws i'm not quite sure what that is it looks like a, a machine of some kind maybe one of those drones that you were talking about earlier on maybe he's just wiped see, out see. and he's really cool um, yeah I mean, it's just yeah. You know, there, there's there's awesome. motion in it as well. There's there's mm-hmm. a huge amount of motion. A lot of life in a lot of these cards. But even the still ones, they're still, but they've got menace to it. So if you look at Loki, for example, Loki is ah. kind of standing in a steaming swamp of some sort. Yeah, quite bizarre. He's standing in liquid, and he's just kind of standing there nonchalantly, but very very evilly looking at you through through kind of lidded eyes. Yeah. Well, it also reminds. me, yeah, oh, come and have a go yeah. if you think it also reminds me <laughs> yeah no right yeah and i love the machinery in the background of that and those those ruins like yeah. that looks like a ruin with some symbols on it it does um, it does yeah yeah you know it also reminds me of um oh man federico is that how you say it like there's a very famous painting that just went up for auction a while ago and sold for a lot of money it's the artist that used to do the cover of some of the creepy comic books back in the day um yeah i'll find the name in the picture i'm thinking of in my head jusco mentioned it too it's it's a painting that's been circling because his artwork has been like crazy crazy up there for everybody and and, i mean it's rightfully so but talking about simone's work you know even looking at misty knight very graphic design misty you know what i mean and she's one of the best cards in the set um seeing her like seeing that orange and that kind of graphic yeah. design yeah. behind her, yeah, that feels dystopian. And then you look at Black Widow, and you see that dystopian work there too. And it's mm-hmm. just very consistent. And that 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 I was always very I was extremely impressed by how consistent the storytelling was. Yeah. Um, little trivia point here: um, 
often when I post the um, daily masterpieces pictures I take of the cards on Instagram, I will tag um, an Instagram account belonging awesome. to an actor or actress that may have played that character either in TV or movies. Um, and obviously, you know, especially in the MCU side of things, you know, they, they probably get thousands of pings on their phone a day if they've even left them switched on. Um, but I tagged uh, the actress Simone Missick, who played Misty Knight in the Netflix Defenders series. Luke Cage, in, yeah. In that, in, and Luke Cage, of course, yes. And um, she uh, she saw it and she, she dug it, you know, she, she liked it. So, and the, the, I find, I, you know, I just, love when that kind of thing happens because she so may awesome. not have ever seen that piece of artwork before yeah how would she ever have seen it unless you had posted it exactly like she would not or have someone might have asked her to sign it at a con but you know. yeah maybe something like that but i mean how um, cool is that that experience happened so organically and that was something i wanted to bring up you know we're talking very freely about the interview and not giving like we're giving a lot of direct quotes as much as we can from what we remember from yeah. the interview yeah. but I will say this about the interview and it was lightning as a, in a bottle because it was very organic. Yeah. Like the conversation, the chemistry, it was very fun. It felt very light. It felt very welcoming. Um, it was very organic. You know, he was mm-hmm. saying hi to people. We were talking to him. Mm-hmm. It was only a room of maybe 14 people watching him at one point. Yeah. I think that was the highest it got. And then he was having the banter with his sister. And then he was in banding with Gloria, who was yeah. so cool. And they were really fun. And it was just a really, it was a nice, it was, it was nice. Hilarious. He was kind of, was they were kind of ripping into each other a little bit. Yeah, in a really brother sibling. Yeah, yeah, it was very cool. He was, very he, cool. Was, he, was, he was taking the, uh, taking the mickey. Um, <laughs> so it's, it's actually a good point because we've kind of, we've kind of, said more than maybe was said on the video on this podcast yeah. um but um the one thing that um the last question actually which is the name i'm gonna muff up uh rido revelino arifin sorry if i cocked that up um i'm gonna call you keith for the sake of argument um <laughs> why <laughs> <laughs> hugely, hugely disrespectful uh, but I'm not going to take another run at your name I'm sorry um, why didn't you paint Juggernaut in Marvel Masterpieces oh yeah that's right so I, lo- I lo- Simone's answer to this was really he goes I think he said something effective I really wanted to but like <laughs> yeah. Gambit and like um, Surfer he mentioned Surfer again there yeah. like um, who else did he mention he said Fantastic Four in general. Yeah, um, he definitely said someone one. else who's a standalone. He um, did. He did say someone standalone. Anyway, who else is banned? Whoever, whoever it was. Uh, anyway, and he said, "You know what? I love those guys, and I would have happily done so." But yeah, yes, it wasn't. You know. Also, if you look at his website, at Simone's website, or you know, just his history in comic books, he's done panels and sequential art. I wouldn't be surprised if there's a juggernaut. Because I know he did a Silver Surfer variant cover. Yeah. Um, and that's how the first time I ever met his work. Yeah. I'm starting to see a pattern here, Ian. You think I read too much Surfer stuff? Maybe that's how I'm being introduced <laughs> to everything. Oh, I took uh, a photo earlier on of a Surfer Nintendo game advert that oh, I spotted. Oh, did you? Oh, my God. In, they're so cool. Um, I was looking at a Daredevil comic. I was looking at Daredevil 290. Oh. Um, randomly, because I picked some, I picked some Daredevil books up today. And the cover <laughs> of that, I was like, "Well, oh, that looks, that looks a bit nuts." Um, and I, I had a quick take through it, and I found this um, 
surfing Nintendo game, and I've I've taken the photo, so I will send it to you afterwards. Please do. Thank and you. you know what? Because we've <laughs> talked about it, that will also go on the tasting notes. There you uh, go. In under the category of look how bonkers the '90s were. Yeah. Um, well, Jusco did the the cover for the NES box for the surfer. <laughs> well, touching on the episode a few weeks back, um, or maybe it was last week. I can't remember um, where we mentioned Julie Bell's fantasy football. Oh. Where she'd done a, a subset of six cards of then big names in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Did you know that Boris, good evening, sir, um, did the cover to the Sega Mega Drive or Genesis, as it was known in your um, your parts? Damn right. Um, <laughs> it was a it was a card box game because uh, they they became plastic clamshells but one particular publisher called uh, uh ballistic i think it was or, or accolade um did cardboard box games and the the cart would sit in a little frame within it anyway mike ditko's power football is a boris no way painting on the front That's of the box crazy. and i it, and you know what it it kind of clicked on me because of the way that they draw physicality and musculature and yeah that's and, that's great and the Thank fact you for that, them. That, that julie i believe correct me if i'm wrong but i have read i believe that she was at one point a professional uh, bodybuilder that's what i heard too yeah so um so you you know they've there's clearly this 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 drawing there to the the the, the way that the muscles look and the well they're they super they're huge fans the of the human the, form yeah exactly the human yeah that perfect thank you for rescuing my it's so funny to see that because that makes total sense why they would get exactly. into painting the, the NFL. athletes yeah that's really cool yeah, yeah, yeah i find that yeah. fascinating huge property. I, I mean I, yeah. I love i love nfl stuff so so cool um while we're talking about that um there is um <laughs> there was a very short-lived nfl superhero book that Joe Jusco oh, wow. did the front cover of issue one. What? Um, I think it's called Super Pro. Let me just let me just Google. Yeah, Super Pro. Here we go. So Super, NFL Super Pro was a short-lived comic book series by Marvel Comics um, centered on Phil Grayfield, an ex-NFL player who suffers survives a freak accident and wears a near-indestructible football uniform. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you had me at hello on that one and yep. issue one has a um there is a there is a kind of a variant cover of issue one collector's item first edition as all the front covers had and it's joe Jusco, <laughs> and it's fantastic so... and it's of course it's got it this is. guy flying through the air in an nfl uniform above the grid you know um up at you that's going on the tasting notes we're that's gonna... hilarious oh <laughs> uh, yeah i think it's fantastic so it's marvel it wasn't a card but it's just go so we're talking about it um well there are some um marvel cards with that had baseball yeah. people right i don't have the surfer one i have to get that still there is well there was a crossover there was a marvel nfl kind of magazine crossover where x-men and nfl players oh, yeah, went yeah, together yeah. um I can't remember the name of it. They now, did it with baseball too, right? I mean, that's the surfer card I don't have, and I don't want to get. <laughs> Possibly, anyway. So back to Simone. Sorry, yeah, Simone. sorry. Go on, go on. Um, so we're kind of, we're kind of, we're kind of there. The one thing I will say, just to kind of wrap up talking about this, is that Simone basically said, and again, um, 
said how much he hates the witchcraft of Facebook and how, <laughs> how much really he would much rather we were all there in person. So basically said the next time he does this, he will openly invite everyone who's able to make the trip to come there and he will show us the painting Around. of the studio. He will, you know, we'll be able to talk to him, we'll be able to hang with him. And he says that because you know he's got an open heart he's a kind guy he took the time Super to do nice. this yeah um he's he's a very passionate hot-blooded italian guy and you can see that in his work and the way that he talks on the group and his you know his, his beautiful family you know he referred to um you don't see them but you can hear children in the background and, yeah his you know, niece he, and nephew we've yeah. seen them in the live videos where he's oh, like doing I, shout I, don't, outs. I don't i don't know but he mentioned for the first i didn't realize yeah. he was married and he had children so I, um he mentioned that on the thing said his wife and kids and he, he basically said that because it's the evening where they work as it started at 7 p.m their time but yeah. they were all about to have pizza of course Aww. um but um, so, and they were all going to go off to have dinner, but he basically said, you know, when it's done, kept apologizing for the mess. And it's like, you know, it doesn't, it's still, it's, it doesn't it's matter. It's an awesome you know. mess. Okay. Um, and <laughs> the then studio. was going on, you know, going to say, you know, next time we'll do it in person. Um, I think he said that the late Como convention was going to happen again. Oh, um, yeah, he did. It is happening that, again for um, sure. Uh, did Tulio and I think Mauricio. Yeah, and Simone's uh, not going. He's not going to New York Comic Con. Just so people know, in yeah. case people are going. He said that on group, and uh, I yeah. think I think at that point Matt may have rage quit. Uh, <laughs> Matt was really funny. Yeah, Matt was like, "Well, I guess I'm getting a refund on my ticket." Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he was joking around, obviously. And then Simone and Matt proceeded to have a have a bit of a uh, back and forth, which was it's pretty funny. So you know, it's, it's it's lovely to see, and Otis was there, and Otis got a shout out. Um, yeah, Otis does some mad, mad. Uh, Otis has got an Instagram feed. Um, I, I, I'm not sure if it's a hobby or if it's if it's career, if it's a full time artist thing he does, but he's a toy maker. Um, it looks so cool, by the way. Incredible. Um, kind of, uh, I don't know what to call them. Even they're not, they're not, they're certainly not action figures. So I apologize for saying that, but it's my way of getting to the right word. Um, they're mini structures. Like mini, mini no, that's not right because they're not, they're not puppets that that they're beautiful they're stunning they're extremely um, unique yeah. yeah for sure and the very, craftsmanship very, is very very outstanding very like wow uh, what yeah, am it's I impressive seeing? it's beautiful yeah and it's expressive and it's lovely anyway otis was 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 um on there as well and he's a he's someone that we've come to know because he he was a fan of simone's and he came into the group and yeah. so he was very passionate about simone's work in 2018 he collected i think he was really into black panther and he collected yeah. a lot of the black panther stuff and um and it's you know it's, it's fascinating the individuals that we get in the group that we've we've come come to come to not come to meet but kind of feels like we have but we've come to know yeah. And yeah, we have window onto what they dig and what they create and how they how they find joy in 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 things through yeah. through the the, the the things. So it was great. It was a really nice little thing. And even this morning when I was um, having the backwards and forwards with Gloria about the fact that you know I think we lost the video and you know unless you can see it at your end, you know she was she was very much like um, uh, what did she say to me? Sorry, my um, my computer's frozen up now. Um, she bless her she said um next time i'll make sure we don't 
run this risk i apologize and i was like hey it's no problem it's not oh, it's so sweet it's, it's so not you know it's cool you know we were 100%. going to do a podcast about the live video anyway because we, you know we theorized that we'd have the video and what we were going to do was almost what we've done here we were going to play the audio of each answer and yeah. then pause it and then talk about it and then you know do do that so we were going to do that so this is kind of the next best thing and we've done it today 24 hours afterwards so that it's kind of fresh in our heads so that we get it out there and you know um and this will be the next episode released so we'll release this on tuesday um and um the one thing i will say the final thing um someone did ask um if and i think they asked this on one of the um don't think it was a question if it was i apologize um which piece you would keep yes you remember the answer right multiple man multiple man multiple man he's a character that befuddles me to this day because he seems to pop up in a lot of card sets and i'm not as familiar with with him <sighs> multiple uh, man was really cool so i in got Avengers. introduced no Avengers, um right? no he's x-men Oh, is he in it? Is it because he's he's not a um, he's a baddie, yeah. He's a baddie. Yeah. Well, he's like he's like a X Men. Uh, he become so he's they've had some work on him recently, but I got introduced to Multiple Man during the X Men animated series. Ah, okay. I believe so. Uh, I I'm not mixing him up with Morph, who Morph was there too, who was which is an interesting character, not the stop motion animation. Yeah, um, <laughs> we did talk about last time, which is so crazy. I posted it as a separate video. And I saw some more; they're pretty posts. great. <laughs> it's one of the most watched posts. They're fine on the podcast uh, page. We should do a podcast about uh, plasticine characters. We can do that. Done. Um, but yeah, he yeah he's an X Men character. I'm pretty I'm pretty I'm pretty sure on that one. Um, but that's actually a really cool card um, that really doesn't get a lot of play either. Um, and I see why he wants to keep it. Cause if you look at the painting, you get a lot more dimension there, um, than you do on the card because of the graphics on the card, which is, you know, not the fault of the card. It's just the card. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's very interesting and that's kind of cool that he would want to keep it because it is a pretty fun, fun character and a really cool. It is. And I think um, I'm doing this from memory because I don't have the card in front of me. If I'm, if I'm, I'm looking for it now. Yeah, I was going to say we're yeah. both eh, the joy of Google. Um, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. Um, what would we have done before Google? We'd have sat here not being able to record. Not the having to use our memories. Yeah, exactly. What a joke. <laughs> um, um, if I remember correctly, he's wearing quite a bonkers outfit. Well, he's so, not wearing a bonkers outfit. He's wearing like a white t-shirt. But um, yeah. See, there are two. So uh, yeah. sorry, I'm thinking of Joe's. You're Apologies. thinking. I'm you're thinking, thinking of Joe's. Joe's. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Joe's is wearing a pretty bonkers outfit, which is yeah, yeah. But <laughs> a lot of Joe's cards. Bless yeah, you, bless yeah, you, Joe. There's so some awesome. of the outfits on the characters in Marvel Masterpieces 2016. Well, he's uh, Joe. Joe. Joe okay. has out school, uh, old school references too, man. Uh, he's putting some really cool things in there. Uh, nice Easter eggs. Um, but Simone, I mean, you know, the really cool thing about his multiple man, so basically just to describe it to listeners, which actually I, I, I corrected myself, I think the graphic for the card actually was handled very well. Um, okay, no, I've just realized how many there are. I thought there were only four. I've only just spotted the other four that are in the background. Yeah, yeah, no, it, it's stacking. Like, it's a really good example of good uh, stacking. Um, 
I, the lighting source again. This is this is his signature lighting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we see that kind of um, horror movie lighting where you hold the flashlight underneath your <laughs> close to your chest, so it gets yeah, 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 the grooves in your eyes and all that kind of stuff. And I know exactly why he wants to keep the painting. At least I'm presuming and I understand. If yeah. you look at each of the head, each head, each one has a distinct lighting source. Yes. So each one of them is different. Mm. So they stacking on each other, creating a very interesting effect yes. where you have the hands and you have that background with all the skulls that are stacking on top of each other. Yes. Yeah. It kind of has that kind of really cool effect there. It's, it's fascinating. I, it's, just, it's very pretty. It's very, very cool. Very, very good work. When I, when I search multiple man Bianchi on Google, the first mm -hmm. picture that comes up is of a bicycle. <laughs> <laughs> fascinating well apparently there's a make of bicycle called a bianchi <laughs> there you go anyway that was probably his influence it was um <laughs> simone gloria if you're listening i don't know if you do listen i hope you do listen um you, we've certainly uh, told you enough times that we're doing the podcast um thank you uh very much uh for doing it for agreeing to do it and for for you know sharing your time with us um thank you to everyone who was able to jump on um for those who couldn't i'm hoping that you're able to hear this and it's um uh, some small kind of insight into into what happened and what went on um yeah and yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna put a post up tonight and just say look you know sorry just briefly describe what happened and i'll throw up the picture of the screenshot um, with that as well i'll put it on both groups and just say you know heads up tuesday we'll be dropping this episode and um yeah Hopefully. i think that's the best we i mean yeah we really covered what happened like oh, yeah. this just happened and i'm i'm feeling pretty fresh here yeah. and if people listen to this episode and we miss something please put it in the comments absolutely um we'd love to hear from you and love to try to get a full experience of what happened here as much as possible. Yeah. Um, and I do want to say thank you to Simone and Gloria too. You guys are awesome. You've made this set so much fun and you've made, you just, you've really made this a special memory for all of us. Absolutely. You know, thank uh, you so much. And roll yeah. on the next, um, the next set that you do. Yeah. Um, yeah. Absolutely brilliant. Be there. I'm, um, so I'm conscious uh, that we've 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 talked for a long time, which is great. Uh, a lot of folks seem to dig the longer episodes, so thank you uh, for that. Um, the one thing that I, I should say, it's kind of a housekeeping bit, really, is that uh, we've uh, this. I don't know what episode number this will be, and I've stopped saying them because we've had to move the order of episodes around a little bit. So, for example, the one that dropped last week was the Fleer Ultra X Men one, but that was actually. Well, that was episode six. I think it was actually the fourth one we recorded. I can't remember now, but we had to move. We basically moved a oh, few yeah. around. So we, we've referenced a few things that we've talked about. So, for example, there was a reference in one of the episodes where I say, oh, last week I meant to talk about book value, but I didn't, and then I went to talk about book value. Well, the episode that I'm referencing, we might have recorded the week before, but we haven't actually released it yet, which is an episode on investments yeah. and values, which we wanted to talk about on the first two episodes we have actually recorded it we haven't dropped it yet so that's that's the first thing so if there's references in here then then 
just bear with us. You know, we, we've got a yeah, few. They, they are coming. We had to move things around. Yeah, we had to move things around because yeah. there were a few things. Uh, we have done another artist interview, um, and that will be uh, coming out uh, as soon as we can edit it together. We had some audio challenges, I think it's fair to say, yeah. uh, with it. So, um, Norin, bless you. <laughs> You've got your work cut out for you there. Um, so we'll, we'll see if we can, we can, um, it was great and it was really good, but uh, uh, he was awesome. Like it was a lot of fun. Yeah. You know, I'll just have to try to get a clean cut of it. Yeah. We're not going to um, drop who it is just yet because no, you know, we might, we, we might have to do a redo or something like that. So uh, yeah, we'll but, see yeah. how good the, the, we'll see how good it comes out yeah so we'll, we'll we'll hopefully do that uh we uh we have some artists that we've who've said they'll come on and we haven't been able to fully get back to everyone yet and schedule it in partly because we kind of as the artists do i think you know we do it around our daily lives and you know we've got you know we've got short windows where we can connect because of time zones and things like that um and partly because um it's san diego comic-con go coming on so i know at least one of the artists possibly two of the guys that have uh, we've got kind of in the pipe to come to come on the podcast and talk about their work um is in full like commission mode for san diego comic-con which as we record is is next weekend so um so those will come um the and the final thing i want to say was um when we record these we don't often know who we're going to use for the intro so the artists that have very kindly taken time out to just take their mobile device because that's that's smartphones is kind of the easiest way to do it and on an iphone record a voice memo or on an android depending on what model it is record um like a, a voice text if you like or a voice recording and send it via email to introduce the episodes for us so those who've done that thank you very much we've got more coming up but because we don't often know which one we're going to put at the beginning of the episode i haven't been giving them shout outs on the episode because when we record the episode i don't know what's going to be at the start <laughs> does that make sense 100 percent. i mean yeah. yeah i mean what can you do so exactly but so on that note i've got two thank yous to do and then i'm going to talk about the guy who's going to be at the front of this episode so the thank yous i've got to do that i didn't do on air were to i mean obviously dave julie boris thank you Thank you, um, thank you, thank you, thank you. Know, thank you. Stunning, <laughs> stunning, stunning, wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Um, Michael Munshaw, <laughs> who yeah. was on the Ultra X Men intro. Um, Michael, thank you for that. That was uh, that was remarkable. Uh, I don't think I've descri- been described as a hip dude um, quite a while, actually. Um, but Michael Munshaw is um, he's been on. Um, so I can't remember which Marvel sets off the top of my head. I know he did some Marvel masterpieces, sketch cards. He's done a lot. Yeah, yeah he's, he's he's really good stuff. Very anyway, proactive. So, good stuff. Um, the reason I'm I'm going back to this is because I can't. I've kind of started saying to people, look, we'll make sure we give you a shout out on the episode and say thank you and tell people where to go to find out a bit more about you. And obviously, if you come on the podcast for an interview, then you know we can we can do more and you know you can talk about your work. So he's on. Um, his Instagram and his website are the same. So it's Art of M2. So A R T O F M for Michael Munchell. Um, and then the number two, I imagine it's because it's M M, Michael Munchell. Um, so he's at, at Art of M2 on Instagram and his website is Art of M2.com. So go and check his stuff out. Also, Ron Leary Jr. Um, awesome. Thank you, Ron. Ron, actually, um, bless you, Ron. Um, it, 
he he actually sent us a little video because I think it was easier ah, doing so, cool. so we just lifted the audio off that um, but Ron's work um, I love Ron's work actually um, Me too. I'm pretty sure he's done some if I remember correctly apologies there's so many great artists that we're seeing stuff from at the moment in MCCW and on um, Instagram that I have a hard time remembering off the top of my head who's on what sets but um, Ron um, is on Instagram at at rl2 vas um rl2 vas um you can find his stuff there he's also got a facebook page um so check him out and this episode um we <laughs> we have one in the bag from ray largo um so, yeah so so i think that would be an appropriate one to put at the front of this episode i told gloria that we we're going to do this episode and we put ray at the beginning of it um because i, I, I you know someone of ray's um standing and talents would be an ideal um accompaniment to the main course that is simone bianchi's work so um so thank you ray for doing that um thank i you. um i know ray has got um I haven't done any prep for this, so apologies, Ray. I'll drop it into next week's episode. Uh, but Ray, I think the last time I, I spoke to Ray, I think I said, "Oh yeah, we'll, we'll make sure you mention you, what you've got coming up in terms of your work and stuff when you when you've got shows and stuff like that." And um, and uh, of course, I haven't got it to hand, so apologies. We'll drop that in the tasting notes and into next week's uh, episode on audio as well. So thank you yeah. uh, to those people. Um, the last thing I will say, I promise you it'll be the last thing I will say, and then you can all get back <laughs> to your daily lives and Noren can go and uh, be with his family and I can go down to the <laughs> um, because this is what it's driven me to. No, that's not, that's not true. Um, <laughs> is um, the last thing I will say is um, you guys listening to this, you collectors, you artists, you creators, any of you can leave us a voicemail on our kind of home distribution yeah. anchor anchor.fm um, forward slash mccp you can go on there and you can leave a voicemail for us so you know you you don't you can even if you want to say please don't play this on the episode and we'll just you know reference that we've we've had uh, we've had it and you know read it out but we'd love to do that you know we, we do this for you and i know not everyone digs the sound of their own voice um but you know, if you want, if you want to say anything, if you want to leave feedback, if you want to ask a question, um, even if you just want to tell us a little story, um, just anything that you want to say, um, just go onto that and leave us a little voicemail, and it's kind of it literally works like a voicemail, and we can insert it into episodes. That would be awesome. I mean, that'd be really cool. Really, really cool. I think that'd be really cool. And now I've now I've mentioned it before. And at this point, I'm, I'm I'm probably going to go on there and find that we've got like 20 messages. <laughs> but I'm absolutely certain that it gives you a little alert when you're supposed to, have, you know, when you've got a message. So um, um, we haven't had any yet, unfortunately. But some great feedback, and we'll we'll do another letter column on the next episode. Perfect. Um, we also need suggestions for names for that letter column. Oh yeah. I think I did say something on the last time we did it, what it could be called, but I can't remember now. Anyway, thanks for listening, folks. Um, until next time, um, I've been Ian Taylor. I am Norn Rad. And enjoy collecting. Enjoy collecting, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Marvel Card Collectors podcast. 
you can subscribe via our home on anchor.fm forward slash mccp. Leave us a message via that link with questions, comments, or just to say hi, and we may even play on the show. We'll also be on iTunes and most other main podcast platforms soon. On Facebook, you can find Marvel Car Collectors Worldwide by searching MCCW and Marvel Masterpieces Collectors by searching MMC. On Instagram, find us at MMCollectors and at SketchCardHive. The great music we use is called Rocket Power by Kevin McLeod. Thanks to the collectors, artists and creators who support the Marvel Cards Fan Collective. We'll see you next time and remember, it's a small hobby but a fun one. Make mine Marvel and enjoy collecting. So here's another bit of rhyming slam for you. <laughs> I'm going to go and have a David Gower. A David Gower. No idea. Shower. And you know why? Okay, I'm running a note. You know okay. why? No, tell me. Because I pen. Because you pen. Yeah, pen and ink. Stink. Stink. <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm horrible at rhyming. I'm horrible at rhyming, but I'm going to get this, this the bit. down. I'm so this excited. That you put after the end credits. I'm never going to... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. This is the bit that goes after the end credits. <laughs> Perfect. At least we got that recorded.